is a warning Pray to the one you're relying I've been wandering all day I tried to be fine but I can't be The noise in my mind wouldn't leave me I tried to get by but I'm burning Welcome back to another episode. It's been a while. I just noticed that like I haven't updated or even given another episode since February and I know that we're already a week in so that is entirely on me. Uni has been very tough and I have had an enormous amount of work to do and 
you know, it's just been one of those crazy weeks where I've just been prioritizing my school life. So yeah, but I am back. I'm back in my place in Paris and I'm doing quite well actually. I think this time it's a bit different from when I left for the Christmas like period briefly. I think this is um, quite different from my previous time when I was here like in 2020. And yeah, I just think that I'm going to be doing very well, better than I was before, just because I'm just in a different mind frame. And yeah, I just hope that you guys are well as well. If you are in uni, then you understand how I'm feeling and just this whole thing is just how, it just wasn't how I was expecting my uni university experience to go through. But, you know, I'm getting there. And yeah, I just hope that you guys can relate to that. And if you can conquer it because I'm conquering it like I'm trying to so it helps to know that you're not alone in this whole situation uh today today is an extraordinary day today is an interesting day because not only do we have to talk about Megan and Harry the Oprah interview that's going to be a separate episode but that will be coming out very very soon but actually yeah it was. That's, I'm just going to speak about it quickly in the intro, just because I just have like one person to mention. Yeah, just a narcissistic guy called Piers Morgan. Uh, <laughs> usually, I don't even bother with people like him, but like I think today he really aggravated me. I think what's the beneficial of this whole thing is like what's really good is that I don't personally know him because I'm telling you if I personally knew him he would literally just be getting a right hook and I don't (laughs) I don't mean to sound violent but this guy literally just needs a slap in the face and yeah that's on me that's on me I just think he's a narcissist and like I'm just sick of him only that I only you know the British people can relate to this but Piers Morgan I'm just sick of him but that's in more detail that's just his narcissism I will speak more about I actually don't want to give him the time of day but let me just briefly inform those who don't know what a guy like Piers Morgan is like he is a presenter currently on Good Morning Britain and yeah another note I hope you guys have, you know, complaint to Ofcom, because I sure did. I was absolutely disgusted by what was being said this morning over the interview by Piers Morgan, and it just says a lot about ITV. And, yeah, I just hope that you guys have filled out that complaint, the UK people, because Piers Morgan needs to go. And... It just brings to the point where, you know, like, when I'm talking about him being narcissist, like, a a narcissist, uh, I reflect on the fact that he perhaps wasn't born that way, or maybe he was born that way, I don't know. (laughs) It just, it depends on, like, just the circumstance of his childhood, like, you can't be born that way. I, I, I think I go with the notion that you can't be born that way, because no one's born a certain way, it's only when they develop to be that person that it's okay but yeah like I said they're rather like shaped into so I think this mainly reflects on the world and the environment that they grew up in and speaking from this man like he grew up in a very privileged environment he's a white privileged man so he of course has these narcissistic attributes and 
for example, kids who are narcissistic either have parents who were this way or were really distracted as a kid. So I think when he was younger, he either didn't get the attention from his parents or his parents were just like him and they literally just created a freaking monster. Honestly, it's from his experience and the fact that he had, I don't know if he grew up with money or not, but either way, you're a white man, you're privileged. So yeah, he, I'm not going to waste another time on him. He literally just discusses me. But yes, today I really want to talk about the power of visual. I can't even speak anymore. This guy has literally twisted my words. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I keep... He's just a headache anyway. But yes, today I really want to talk about the power of visualization. I want to talk about the four brain waves of... Yeah, the, the four states of the brain when it comes to just the brain wave. And I want to talk in depth about this and how they can kind of contribute to your success and what I'm currently doing and how it kind of links into like subliminals which is another episode I'll be talking about in more detail and just yeah how I learned through it I learned this through Russell Howard who is a great guy by the way and yeah I just hope that you guys enjoy this episode and I just hope that you can use this in your day-to-day I bet you taste like peppermint You smell like that pavement Come through my door And be my fire's replacement Your lips I often dream of And I flush count of the times You've caught me Looking at you You It used to be me wanting you Visually, mentally But we've gone far past that now we're in a new realm now Just let me inside out I promise I won't move about I want your hands over me Like my body You got me losing sleep over you I usually sit still but now I can help but move When I see you I don't know what to do Baby you're making me sweat all the time Do I crave your attention? Did I forget to mention that you remind me of the ocean? Lifting me out into space Forget the calm, forget the warm I want the pain, bring on the storm I'm ready for your love now Like I've never been before It used to be me wanting you visually I will move about I want your hands over me I'm You got me losing sleep over you I usually sit still but now I can help but move When I see you I don't know what to do Baby you're making me sweat all the time Every time your eyes meet mine I come alive My heart's so upset 
to start off, for those who don't know what visualization is, it's simply just a technique of you just kind of being in like an alternate reality, I would say. So this is just like, think of it as like a, from the perspective of you're just watching a film and you've closed your eyes and you're literally just watching a film and it can literally be anything that you want. So when I think, when I visualize, I literally just visualize um, where I wanna be in like five years, for example. I think of who I wanna be, where I wanna be, how I wanna be feeling. So all these like kind of senses come to me when I think of visualization. And more specifically, if you were to visualize more, I would say is that it actually kind of like helps you improve your skills. So for example, those who are, I don't know, if you're kind of like planning on a goal, like you're trying to strive for a goal, if you keep thinking about it, as for example, for me, I don't want to mention my goal. <laughs> I don't know if I should. I have got various goals, but what keeps me going is just thinking of how I would feel when I achieve those goals. So by doing this, I'm, I know that I'm like subconsciously reprogramming my brain. So the more I think about it, the more it's likely to kind of come to me. So that's where the law of attraction comes into as well. So that's really, really great. And just as now, I just right now, right now, I just want people to kind of take in the fact that, you know, it doesn't have to be a specific time frame, you know, when you're visualizing, it can literally just be 10 seconds and it's that. Or when people have those sudden moments where they kind of like zoom, they zone out, I mean, I have those moments all the time and then I was told that it's actually a sign of anxiety so <laughs> I don't know what to think about that but I know that many people have those moments where they kind of like space out someone could be talking to you and you're not really there you know so that's <laughs> fun fact it's a sign of anxiety which I found out like last year but uh, it's kind of in that sense as well where you're literally just focusing on that thing where you're not really aware of what's happening beside you but it's mainly done just by closing your eyes and I'm sure people can do it with opening their eyes as well but it's more effective when you are when your eyes are closed <laughs> when your eyes are closed it's more effective so as of now I just want you guys to take the moment if you guys can do this exercise just to spend 30 seconds on your goals what it, it looks like when you achieve those goals, what feelings occur, how does it feel, and just in general, how you perceive that goal and how it looks like, basically. So if you could just take 30 seconds, I think I'm gonna be counting. So in five, four, three, two, one,
and we're back. I hope you guys did do the exercise. I hope I wasn't on my ones. <laughs> I hope I wasn't alone. But yeah, when it comes to the exercise, the, if I can pronounce this word properly, it's the rectal system in your brain. I have, I know it's from Russell Howard, so I literally wrote down what he was saying. And what he was saying was, was that the rectal system in your brain is what you're reprogramming. And essentially, it's like an activating system of your your neutrons. So that network kind of like acts as a filter in your brain. So it's spotting opportunities so that it can help you see evidence that you are confident, for example. So those are really, really useful. And just to briefly, I was gonna speak about this, but I feel as though a recording would be more efficient, but I can speak about it just briefly. Uh, the brain waves. <laughs> the brain waves are very vital in this whole thing. So there are four primary brain waves, and this I, I've definitely heard of it. I heard about this last year, but I had read a piece, an article that was talking about the brain waves and how effective they are when it comes to creativity and just the arts in general. So yes, there are four primary brain waves and the beta stage, which is when you're awake. So this beta stage is actually in between the theta and the alpha stage. So yeah, so the beta stage is when you're awake and the delta stage is when you're asleep. And the ones in between are the theta and the alpha. The most important ones I'd say are these two, the theta and alpha. So these are the most important braves. <laughs> these are the most important brain waves stay in for learning and just everything that has to do in your everyday life. And when it comes to the theta stage, this is essentially just the stage where you are in and out of sleep. So that's when we kind of recognize that with creativity and this is when you're you're most creative. So this is when you are in and out of sleep, your mind is so deep that you come up with ideas. So let's say for example, I think I was given this example, which is, I think it was just like the highlight of it, but it was like, you know how you get your best ideas when you're in the shower. That is when you're in the theta state. So you're kind of half awake, half asleep, but you're still aware of your senses. So that's essentially what it is. And the alpha stage is the second stage right under the beta. So it goes beta, alpha, theta, and then delta. Yeah, so yeah, so the alpha stage is the second stage right below the beta. So when this is when you're awake and most aware, this is the state of learning. Accelerated learning is the state of relaxed awareness and this is when we go into meditation or for example when we watch TV. I know I know many people can relate to this but especially when you've got a good series on you could be like in a trance for example like it feels like a trance. I know I did that a lot during quarantine where I would literally just watch a whole season in like two three days so it'd be like flipping 15, 16 episodes and I'd watch it in two days or three days and looking back at it, it was pretty it was pretty unhealthy but at the time I had nothing to do in it 
so yeah that's when you're in the alpha stage where you're literally in this kind of trance because your critical mind is set aside and you just absorb this information unsubconsciously and yeah so it's you're absorbing all this information but you're not really aware like you're not really aware of your surroundings and it can be really harmful especially when you've done it for quite a long time so for those who binge watch this is a special special shout out to you guys because I'm a victim but I'm trying to overcome it I don't spend that much TV like I don't spend that much time on TV watching TV I do try to do other things that are more productive but yes this is when you're in the alpha state where you're kind of aware but not really aware so yeah this is your most relaxed state of awareness so when it comes to meditation you can notice definitely that you're more relaxed yes you do have some thoughts popping here and there but you kind of like just form into that one state especially if you've been doing meditation for a while you kind of get to have all your senses and all all attributes of you just into one place and you're more relaxed and just calm and just as one if that makes any sense whatsoever and when i was kind of reading this this kind of um resonated with me because it made me think of the philosopher socrates and I remember him saying like I remember reading his work and he was saying that there isn't like no such thing as learning without remembering and I was just like this is insane it kind of links into what I was learning about the four brain waves and yeah so this just really just kind of signifies that you know without learning you can't really remember anything so that's a little tip for you guys and going back to the alpha stage actually knowing that you're in this alpha state like it's kind of a because it goes um this alpha theta state because it's in between right They're, these two are very linked together that's why i said that they're the most important ones and you know when you're in this kind of like alpha theta state what i've learned through just countless youtube videos and just observing myself is that it's really kind of bad to be on your phone in the morning so that's the one thing i try not to do and it's hard because like the majority of the time in the morning i'm like on my phone to exercise like to put some music on but i kind of like worked my way around this where i would i would just literally just not be on my phone at least like two hours before i sleep so i think that's another way to work around it but yeah going back to that the yeah you going on your phone in the morning just kind of gives that impression that you're suggestible and if the first thing that you go on your phone like the first thing that you do in the morning is pick up your phone then that really just kind of rewires your brain into two things the dangers that's going to increase your level of productivity and the performance and training that you could be subjected to and possibly distracted so i've also come across like i said i've come across countless youtube videos saying how bad it is to wake up in the morning and wait not wake up in the morning but wake up in the morning with your phone and it also reminded me 
that kind of like it's bad to be on your phone during night as well because of, of this whole like blue light thing i don't know if you guys have heard of it if you have please let me know more information about it but the whole blue light thing where it comes to that sense where the blue light is just so bad for your brain that you don't really i don't know i can't remember what exactly what it does to be honest i just know that it's really really bad i remember reading about it but i didn't look that much into it i just registered that it was bad and i need to stop going on my phone at night so yeah i'll definitely do more research on that and if you guys know anything please let me know and yes so another example is when you're having a conversation you can't really focus so those are the two things that those come from the two things of rewiring your brain so yes when you're having a conversation you can't really focus and you zone out like i said that's an that's an example of anxiety but that's also an example of you just being in this alpha theta state and just not really being aware of what you're doing to be honest and things that are not helping are your phone and i just think it's a bit mad to be honest i keep thinking about the days where i feel as though like my generation and the ones before me and probably my brother's generation were literally like the last ones to not have this advanced technology you know we witnessed a like technology evolve and it's a blessing but yet a curse because i keep thinking i'm like now when i look at my nephews i just think how like addicted they are to these devices and me as well like yeah i'm addicted but i can live without it you know like all i need is like to catch memories all i need is my camera a good place like a good place if i was to live in hawaii or dubai like do you know what i mean like a nice place where i can wake up in the morning and just be extremely grateful and you know like well, that's all i need i just need a camera and just a, a nice place to live and i'm good i don't really need my phone i'll probably have one of those phones where I'm, it's just literally a calling thing and that's it that's what i used to have especially when i was younger but like i said technology has evolved and it's been crazy it's been absolutely crazy and it's been a blessing and a curse and i would say that you know i'm actually very grateful that i grew up in a time where it wasn't really this advanced and i got to experience like real life stuff like you know what i mean like i used to play like just normal board games with my family and my cousins and stuff like that like we used to entertain ourselves especially when you go back to primary school we used to entertain ourselves and now all these little kids have like freaking iphone 7 or iphone i don't know how i can't remember how many bloody iphones are out there but you get what i'm saying you understand what i'm trying to say and yeah i just think it's crazy um how a two-year-old can literally have a fit over a phone and just i don't know (laughs) this is coming from my own experience because i've got a nephew but yeah i just think it's crazy and i'm just grateful grateful that i grew up in a time where none of this really existed and i really had a childhood not saying that these people don't have a childhood these little children don't have a childhood but i think i would say it's very disruptive and very kind of like toxic and a lot of things have happened because of technology and i don't think that was their intention for those who like made social media apps and stuff like that i don't think it was their intention but it just it just blew it just got way out of hand 
especially you know i don't know if you guys have seen that film was it the search the social networking not that one um the documentary basically about how like instagram stalks you and facebook and all that stuff so yeah that definitely like that was like a highlight in 2020 and yeah just if you want to go back to it i'm sure it's still on netflix i definitely will be going back to it i did say i want to talk about that but yeah i just think that people need to pay attention people need to pay attention to it and that documentary really i remember when it came out i was just so i was so shocked I was so shocked I was like this is crazy and you know like it was just so informative and I just praised these people I was like yeah this is great like I just you were just so unaware like people like us we don't really want to to care unless it's like shown in our face and it really was shown in our face on a platform that we all use Netflix and yeah I'm sure it really resonated with some people but anyway that's me going off topic and rambling and waffling as usual and yes so as I was saying what was I saying yes so when you're having a conversation you can't really focus and you essentially zone out so this is why mindfulness is really really important as well so mindfulness is like a mental exercise that improves your cognitive capabilities meaning that when your mind goes somewhere else it's literally the opportunity to just bring your mind back to breathing in and out breathing in and out <coughs> sorry oh gosh i've got a cough it's not covid don't worry <laughs> so yes so coming back to mindfulness um yeah it's literally an opportunity to bring it back to your breath or visualization and in a sense mindfulness is like meditation more specifically is both i would say because when i meditate i think about my breath like i think of breathing in and out but i also have those thoughts of like where i want to be in the future so i would say and it's not it's never a bad thing as well i just know that when i've had those thoughts i bring it back to my breath every time you know there's like there's always a guarantee that you're gonna your mind's gonna go elsewhere especially when you haven't done meditating meditation in a while or it's like your first time there's no doubt that you'll be able to focus on the get-go you know like your mind just goes everywhere and you start thinking about a million things like <laughs> i start thinking about what i'm gonna eat if i did the dishes like if my mom's gonna go mad at me for something i did today like you know what i mean like it's just a range of different things that pop up when you meditate and it's completely normal anyone who says otherwise is just lying and they don't know anything they don't know they haven't done their research it's completely normal to be thinking of other things it's just about how you center it back to your breathing and how you can control those thoughts so yeah meditation very important and just another link when it comes to meditation i know i've mentioned how i've been listening to Landrell like for years now i think i've been listening to him since 2017 so it's been about four years now and i just recently came across a new person actually that i've been listening to her guided meditation in the morning and the evening and she i think she's really really great and her name is marissa peer I came across her, I think, on TikTok or something, and I was like, okay, cool, I'd love to try someone else. I'd like, like, I'd, I always rely on Landrell, so I was like, let me just give this guy a break. 
and yeah i've been listening to her like every morning a guided meditation morning about how to start my day productively and an evening meditation with just like setting the intentions of how like how well my day was and how i'm going to be prepared for the next day literally so grateful so so grateful that i came across marissa peer you guys need to check her out she's on youtube just type in marissa peer yeah p double e r and yeah you'll find her straight away anyway going back so yeah so what was i saying oh my gosh i'm the usual to be honest i'm always rambling but it's a good ramble it just tells you my character and yes so going back to the four brain waves i just want to say that you know when it comes to knowledge just in general like i love to learn but when i learned this i was like thinking of the phrase that knowledge is power and yes i do think that knowledge is power but it's only power when you use it and when you apply it so that's a really important thing to kind of keep in mind when you're doing anything to be honest if you've got this kind of um awareness or just just this knowledge of something whether it's a good thing or bad thing or i don't know it's only powerful when you use it because people could have this crazy amount of knowledge but they're kind of selfish with it and so they don't keep it they kind of keep it to themselves so knowledge can only be power i always say knowledge is power because i feel like you know when it comes to knowledge i kind of get a lot of knowledge when i'm reading self-help books i'm literally a victim of self-help books like i have so many and i feel as though yeah they're power but they can't really be power when i don't write notes you know when i don't write notes or i don't follow it or i don't apply it to my life so i think that's really important just a little side note for anyone who's into self-help books or just in general you know when you're kind of absorbing knowledge you can't really make that knowledge power unless you use it so that's a little side note for you guys and yes so going back to the just the brain in general there is a learning curve and a forgetful curve so just a little statistic for you guys that you know you can unlearn something within the first 48 hours so 80% of that is actually gone and I'm sure if you were to actually think about it like literally just think about it right now if you are in a course right now you just learned something in two days time you're probably going to forget it unless you go back to your notes and actually you know read out to yourself what you learned that day and the majority of the time university students don't do that especially if it's 9am you will not see me unless it's really important and it's coming up to exams you will not see me writing at 9am I would just literally just look at a teacher and learn and that's on me because at the end of the day I'm the one who's paying 9k (laughs) and yeah so that's on me but like I guarantee you I'm not the only person who kind of feels this way and I know that if you guys were to actually think about it you would know that you would know you would think that you know in 48 hours the thing that you learned 48 hours ago you can't really remember exactly what it was about so yeah that's a little fact that was little statistics for you guys and just 
another side note I would say to implement as a night routine you should know that when you have your phone coming back to the nightlight I actually remembered I actually remembered coming back to the the blue lights I can't keep saying nightlight yeah coming back to the blue light it I remember it said it was really bad and it kind of inhibits this kind of production or I don't know, kind of, I can't remember exactly. I, I, I keep coming back to it because I, it's on the tip of my tongue, literally. I keep coming back to it because I know it's, I've got it. I just can't remember exactly what the guy said. <laughs> and I just know that it doesn't help you relax when you go to bed. And yeah, <laughs> I would come back to it. Like I said, guys, let me know. And yeah coming back to the night routine another note i'd say is that to write down three things you want to achieve the next day so that's a little thing to kind of boost your brain waves kind of reflect on the day and what you want to achieve the next day personally i'd say write two things personally like kind of like a self-reflection and then probably two things professionally if you've got a profession that you're trying to improve on or just you know trying to strive in feeling a sense of like accomplishment when you don't have your phone for example is at least one thing you can do beforehand it's about progress and you know they always say that you know practice makes progress so i would just recommend unless you guys want to follow my kind of routine i will just mention it quickly i just I try, <laughs> I really do. I'd be a hypocrite if I say that I, you know, I don't. But yeah, I do try at least an hour or two to not be on my phone. And I'd spend the day, I'd spend the night doing, uh, I'd be reading, I'd be reading. That's mainly what I'd be doing. I'd be reading, and currently I'm reading Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Given fantastic book i think i mentioned this on my instagram yeah because i just you know when something is just so good that you just want to share with everyone and this wouldn't be the first time like i remember i've shared quite like a lot of books on the internet and many people have like you know told me that they they really liked it and they thanked me and i was like yeah you know because i've got good taste in books and whatnot <laughs> but yeah that's that's just me being silly but yeah women don't owe you pretty and because it's International Women's Day as well today, that is the book that you need to be reading. I'm telling you, International Women's Day, Meghan Markle went on ham, like she went ham on the interview. And I'm going to watch it again because I was trying to watch it and it was just some parts were missing. And yeah, that's another. Th- <laughs> I keep rambling. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Um, just going back to the Meghan Markle thing. Yeah, I was trying to watch it last night because I really wanted to watch it like live, and my alarm just didn't go. So I was pissed, and I watched it this morning. But I could tell that some parts were just—it was two hours, but this whole thing just made it into one hour, and I was like really disappointed. So yeah, I'm gonna watch it again on ITV. They're probably gonna scrap out some things, but I know Twitter's gonna tell me the real thing. And yeah. Going back to International Women's Day, Meghan Markle is on a roll. She is, you know, reflecting Diana, (laughs) R.I.P. 
and yes please read the book women don't owe you pretty as a homage to international women's day i promise you you won't regret it it's probably one of the best books i've read and it's the sunday was it the sunday times bestseller anyway so that says a lot and yeah i just hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode me talking as usual rambling and going on and on and on only because i just feel as though what i have to say can just kind of make a difference and that's all i really want you know i do these for a reason i do this because i like doing them and i like changing people's lives whilst also changing my life you know i'm working on myself and i just think that you know i'd be a better person if i would share exactly what i'm working on and how i'm getting through things and if people can relate to it so yeah i hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode next episode i was going to talk about subliminals but we'll see if i'm going to talk about megan and harry and oprah my love for oprah and <laughs> i don't even want to mention Piers. but yeah maybe we'll talk about the royal family i have spoken about the royal family in a previous episode but you know this one's new this one's history this is history in the making you know this interview is going to be legendary it's going to be legendary i don't know if i want to provide an analysis on this you know perhaps but i'm sure other everyone's going to be doing that and it is what it is you know she said what she said this woman literally shot me i i wasn't expecting all that from her not really from her but just all she had to say and how all this was happening right like behind doors and I was just, I just keep thinking, I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, oh, I keep thinking, I'm like, the royal family are literally clowns, like, they are put, they are clowns put on display, they are, like, literally statues put on display for people just to take pictures and, like, to treat them like property, like, they're, they're not, like, being in this institution, you're not human, you are literally a tool, a tool, and for the queen to be doing this until, like, 96 or whatever her age is, anyway she's not my concern princess megan is my concern (laughs) and oh it was just a big twitter was going mad that's all i keep saying twitter was going mad and this morning with piers morgan there was this auntie (laughs) there was this auntie i keep saying auntie because she literally is auntie she was going in on piers morgan and it's what he deserves this guy is such an ignorant vile guy and I don't I just I don't understand how ITV could associate themselves with someone like that because if that's the case then what does that say about ITV we do have racism in this country but it's more of racism behind closed doors like people like to brush it to the side when people ask oh yeah is there racism in this country they're like no of course there's not racism but there is there is, but it's just, we're just more ignorant. We're more, we're, we're more of the thing where we won't say it to your face. You know, we're not up straight like the Americans, for example. The, Amer- the Americans, if they're racist, they're racist. They will tell you straight to your face. And over here, we we kind of hide in plain sight, which I really detest. 
I really detest that about the UK but at the end of the day I'm African I was just born here <laughs> I, I was just born here but yes I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode I look forward to the next one and yeah until then I was insecure yes I was frightened to be myself seemed like a distant dream lost in the crowd I closed the curtains and I hit my hips and thighs in baggy jeans but they said love don't fail if you try it I knew in my heart I would succeed when times get hard times get hard. gotta keep on fighting I'm certain if I'm breaking down, well, well, it don't make me weak.